One day, I was walking to synagogue, a Shabbat morning. I was going to teach a class that morning, and I like to be able to start with a story or some personal anecdote that ties into my theme, something that engages people. So that week, I was going to speak about releasing the delusion that you're in full control of the world, or at the very least, your world, about why we need to pray, and about how to not see ourselves as the center of the universe. But no story was coming to mind. So as I was walking the distance to our shul, I asked for some divine assistance. And you know, you can ask God for anything. So as I'm moving along, I finally arrive at this gorgeous bridge that I've crossed every Saturday morning for the last 17 years. It soars right over a stunning ravine in the center of Midtown Toronto. And for years, my husband and I and my kids have marveled at the beauty of the trees in all their seasons. They're utterly bare and frosty and covered with snow and ice or like blazing with autumn color. Sometimes like this incredible sea of greens, too splendid to, compl you know, to completely explain to you. But as I set my foot on the bridge, I suddenly heard this frantic voice of a young woman. Her head was over the railing, looking like three stories down into the ravine, and she's calling out to who I assume is her daughter. She's going, Ruby, Ruby, mommy's up here. Just come up the stairs. Come on, honey. Come on, Ruby. Come on up. Come on, Ruby. But clearly, Ruby wasn't budging. So for a minute, I was briefly judging the mother, like, how did you go all the way up the stairs without your daughter, like, holding your hand? And... The staircase is narrow, but not so narrow you couldn't walk beside each other. And how did you get so far ahead of her? But I thought, okay, it's Shabbat morning. Bite back your judgment and go and help her. So I walk a few short steps over to her, and I'm at her side, and I touch her arm. And just then, she started hollering down again. Ruby! Ruby! Just look up! I'm right here! Just look up! I peered over the bridge wondering why the mother didn't just go get her daughter, when I saw that the ruby she was hollering for was, in fact, her dog. The dog was frantic as well, running in circles, chasing its tail, desperate to find her master's voice, but spinning like a top. Ruby, she was saying, just look up. And in that moment, I knew that God was sending me my little story for that morning, because how often do we chase our own tails, running around like whirling dervishes, looking for answers that are just slightly out of our vision? How often do we overthink and overanalyze, using the tools in our toolbox to solve a problem that's just out of our range, that we don't actually have the tool for? You know, prayer has the capacity to empty out of space for more wisdom to actually drop in. And when you're stuffed to capacity, when you are mentally constipated, your vision of reality will only allow you to see what's in your immediate path. But prayer allows us to go outside of the confines of our experience and to break free of the prison of our own consciousness. So clearly I got the help that I was looking for. God's saying to me, don't be like Ruby. Stop chasing your tail. Just look up. Because you know, your master in heaven is waiting for you to cry out for help. And you know, it's interesting because in many cases in our history, we learn that God didn't respond to the Jewish people until we actually cried for help directly. So don't worry if you don't know how to pray formally. Just open up your consciousness and cry out. Sometimes the answers are hovering just outside of your range. Tonight, give this a try. Use the traditional Jewish formula for prayer. It starts like this. Praise, 
you know, a kind of wow thing. Then you request, and then you praise again, or say thanks. Kind of like this. Okay, God, you run the world. You can do anything. You created me. You sustain me. Could you please help me control my temper with my children? Help me measure my words and not freak out before responding? And then, because God, you're the one who runs the world, not me. I'm only responsible for my efforts, and I know you can help make me successful. Now remember something. Trying something new like this can take time to get used to. So rather than assessing, you know, how successful it is after just one night, consider choosing to say a bedtime prayer of this nature for a few weeks and see what effect it has on you. Don't be ruby. Just look up. <laughs>